Welcome to Ma's Garage. I'm Kev. I'm Greg. And I'm Smokey. And today we're talking to you about life and the value of living. We all know where life started, how we got here, how everything came to form. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's what we were taught for, by our parents when we were younger. It's, it's all a need, evolution, just like everything know? in life. It First, needs to reproduce. we started like, where meteors crash into the ocean, just like we do. Or wherever it's great probably. They say kills a dinosaur. So we are probably a one individual survived by hopefully creating a whole other universe and that they continue to evolve over eons and eons of time. I mean, they keep finding out that people sat like a. Condor, condor. It's the stork. No, it's the mailman. Uh, it's the stork. We all came from the stork. Do you guys not believe in the stork? Maybe we don't know. Maybe we have some questions that still need some answers. Is there a way we can actually measure fulfillment? How does someone put more value on one life over another? And then at the end of it, how do we all cope with living? On this episode, we'll go into those questions and more. Grab a log and join us by the fire. You guys think of life. What do you, what comes to your mind? Do you think of like your life? Do you think of people you care about's life? Do you think human life? Do you think life in general, like bugs? Do you go as far as planet? Well, honestly, earlier earlier on, I didn't think as much of in the broad spectrum, but I do from time to time think about it more in like the in the broad spectrum, especially when I'm like in like if I like like with bugs, like if I'm out in the woods and I see like certain bugs that like as a kid I would have like killed because they're bugs. And as an adult, I respect them more. And I'm just like, oh, that's a such and such like. That's nice. Like I can respect, I can, I can admire, and then I can continue with what I'm doing. As long as that bug doesn't try to interfere with my business, there's no reason for me to interfere with this. You understand his purpose a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Same for spiders. Blake hates spiders. Josh and I, it doesn't bother us as much. Me, I just don't want them in my bedroom. But if if they're anywhere else except my bedroom, I try to get them out of the house. I've heard some horror stories from some people with fears from spiders sometimes wonder how much of those stories are real and how much of them are oh i've fables because some of them are pretty outlandish tim was also pretty scared of spiders i've heard of like flame proof spiders and spiders that can withstand chemical attacks and ones that can fly ones that can make little parachutes with their webs so they can actually (laughs) float on Mm -hmm. air currents and drop on people that's where it's like i think that's awesome like if if i'm gonna go out if i'm gonna die I'd rather be by a flying fucking spider than some other dumb way of dying. You know right. what I mean? Like if it, that dude it's died sick. by a flying spider, respect. You know what I mean? No one's gonna belittle me for that. Right. <laughs> you're just wa- you're you're just walking down the sidewalk, and then all of a sudden, just <laughs> and you just drop, and mm-hmm. they're just gonna be like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And, and uh, after the autopsy, it's, it's going to be discovered that like this tiny speck of a baby spider just like got on your uvula and like fell down your throat and you choked on like the sensation. And they're oh, going to no, be no, like, no. It, was a, this is, it was a flying spider that killed him. This is where the guy walks up and says, oh my God, are you all right? And you go. <laughs> that spider goes up in your brain. <laughs> 
And then I cough out its babies into his mouth, and then it continues when, on, and then the whole society. When spiders start doing strategic <laughs> attacks on humans like that, we're done for. Right. Watch out for the squirrels because they're not too far behind. <laughs> Rick and Morty already predicted it, man. Yep. Like, yeah. it, like in a universe where we mess with squirrels, we gotta leave. There's right. much. There's many more of them than there is of us. It's true. I think that with ants a lot, dude. They outweigh us. I think they, they weigh more than any other species on like the planet can like if you combine all their weights. Ants. Yeah, because they're all just underground. They're everywhere. There's so many everywhere, and if you just took all of their weight combined, it's more than humans weigh by a lot. There's probably some like super ants the further down in the earth you go. They have to be able to chomp through the harder. They're not mole men. They're ants. <laughs> How many times ants. have you actually seen the queen ant? A couple times. Yeah, I mean it's a big it's a, it's a big it's a sucker, big but like that's only one type of queen ant that you've seen. Maybe that's the princess. Yeah, who <laughs> knows? Maybe the queen's deeper down. Exactly. You don't the, speak qu- the queen. You know yeah. the hierarchy. If we actually got down to where the queen is, and we discover the queen is the size of like a small dachshund, <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. Oh, that would terrify me. But then I'd be thankful that the queen stays like multiple feet underground right like how big does that ant what's the smallest or what's what's the smallest biggest that ant can be where you're just terrified of it like because it's an ant you know what i mean so when it's this big you don't really give a shit but the more it starts to get out to a little about here that starts becoming i don't know scary. it probably doesn't even need to be that big i mean a dachshund's, gonna, a, a dachshund's gonna be about like a foot and a half right there and the length of my finger would probably make me a little nervous. Uh, yes, because an ant the length of my mm-hmm. finger when it pinches me is going to break skin. Oh, yeah. Easy. And imagine fire ants being as tiny as they are and as painful as they are. Oh, imagine God. An ant the and, size uh, yeah, ima- imagine an ant the size of your finger that's just continually pinching you. Like, give it True. enough time, it can kill you. It'll, well, it's- it'll get through and it'll get to organs. That's, I guess, part of the point, too. It's not just the one ant that's this big. It's the fact that there's, like, hundreds of them. And that's what's, you know, that's Yeah, that's, that's why you don't like, want to, like... just one ant. Well, that's why just you also don't want to, like, step on, like, right. a fire ant hill because they're aggressive, and they're going to climb, and they're going to pinch whatever they're climbing. Yeah. How would you feel if somebody stepped on your house? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you like, defend your house to the death. Yeah, no you know? kidding. Like... There are ants too that literally suicide bomb who like when they get into an interaction and they know it's for the betterment of the colony, they can blow up their ass and spray like acid on the other ants or other like things that are attacking them. Different defense mechanisms, man. Yeah. There's another one too, where they send like their older, like dying ants outside of the colonies. And they'll like, if it's going to be like, I think it's if they think there's a predator or something or at night they do it. And then those ants close up the colony and stay out there to die and like so that nothing can can get in and they like use they like ah, seal the gates yep wow like, oh yeah dude it's crazy just for, so everything yeah, else that's in such there a huge live. responsibility it it's is. a huge responsibility seal the gates guys yeah literally <laughs> like pr- like protect the colony and give our lives for the colony yeah, that's where that's where they get like like they say that you have to have like worker ant mentality in terms of just like supporting your home, like supporting 
the organization that you want to support per se. I like probably like the foundations of the community, right? Essentially, it, like every like everyone in the everyone in the colony works together. Like Crick, you were talking about like your dream of like a fully functioning colony that supports each other. Basically, like that is what an ant colony is. Like everyone has a job. There's not one ant that doesn't do their job. They all know what they need to do to do their job. Right. And they, they do it without verbal communication as well. It's all sense and touches. Hive mind. Mm -hmm. It's literally just like, that's knowing, amazing. Knowing like they, they, when the other needs it. And, and humans can do that too. Like if you oh, worked yeah. with anybody for long enough, you know, like you guys know each other energy, you know how to weave around each other, you know how to dance around each other and do something at one time without interfering with each other. And it's an amazing skill to build with a team. Like that is mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's crazy that you can do that and you can know each other's movements so well, but that's exactly what a colony is on a grander scale of like a hundred. And they still haven't overthrown us. Right. <laughs> We're right. lucky. And they're, they're such a small form. Like bees are a similar sense too, you know, like they're just so small, but like in, in numbers and stuff, like they have such power, you know? I mean, think about like the, like, I think it was something like recently, like recent as in like within like five years or so but like wasn't there some like killer japanese hornet that was mm -hmm. like going through the united states like stinging all over and the killing world. people all way, over the yeah. world oh yeah it was it was like a world phenomenon Stinging people on bikes like making people crash getting accidents mm -hmm. all this stuff like that like because because that that sting has venom in it well and they they would kill their bees too and another thing for the bees to save themselves is they would go huddle them and vibrate really fast and they would cook the bee from the inside, but the bees on the inside of the huddle would also die too. Cause they would overheat, but that's what they all do. They would just go in there and huddle together and shake really fast and get all hot and kill the thing. Because Jeez. one hornet could take out an entire nest. Yeah. It just goes and decapitates them. Coom, 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 wham, one after wham, another. Wham, yeah. Wham. Bees too. I think like the males, they can only have sex once they like for reproduction. Like after that, like they're like, I want to say something explodes, however violent that sounds, but like once they have sex with like the queen, Probably like, something to do with the stinger. Yeah. Like they, like they're done. Like they're one and done. Like you pass on your genes and it's over. Hmm. Like, like they, you're, uh, you're only, or you're only, you're done with like life. You end with life. Never, never thought about how bees actually reproduce. Cause I've always just thought of, I've always just known about like that the queen lays eggs, but like who fertilizes the eggs? You know, it's a certain, like they all have roles and they have different jobs that they're kind of born into or given throughout their lives. And like, that's what they kind of fulfill. If they're going to be a queen, they start getting treated like that as like a, um, a pupa and start to get, you know, get manicured into being a queen, you know? Crazy to think democracy was probably founded because some kid was playing with ants one day. How could it or be bees. improved by looking deeper into that too? You know? Right. We take most of our best stuff from nature. Like, how are they, like, they don't, I don't see, like, ants go to count, go to war as I know it. I've heard that they do go to war with each other. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of like inner ant, like homicide. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not right. something that you hear about all, very, very often. Do ants murder within their own colonies right. or do they only kill when a war is being fought? And I think for the most part, they only kill when a war is being fought. Like, unless they're like 
aggressive ants like fire ants or something like that how many Even different the- factions of ants do you think exist within one square mile oh probably a lot it's probably a like how lot. probably even in the same house in the same like lot that your house is on you probably have ants that live in the house the ones who live in the attic the ones who live out in your garage the ones who live in the front yard the ones who live in the backyard you know what i mean they could be subsections of each other where they've split off and have a new queen and everything else like that but i bet you know just in that little area you have at least 10 different whole ecosystems going on absolutely and i mean even just think about like it doesn't take a lot of space for an ant colony to exist like think about like how like even though granted like the colony underneath the ground goes much bigger but i do recall that like someone like legitimately like put like put metal down an ant colony yes and then like hard and then like um hardened the metal and then like got rid of all the dirt and then like at the end of it he had like a, a metal sculpture of this entire ant colony and it was about the size of like a tire rim yeah it was pretty big right mm-hmm. like, yeah. it goes oh, yeah. down pretty deep it does yeah and it and yeah in terms of depth it was probably as deep as like a semi double wheeler do you think that was all of the colony or do you think it had more tunnels that stemmed in other directions it probably had a little bit more because like you do see that like the 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 structure was stronger at like the much closer to like the main colony the main vein but then yeah. they did have like the branches that went off and eventually those branches broke and i'm sure that those tunnels probably still continued for however long that they needed to it's just the liquid didn't travel far enough with that being so big there's got to be ants can you can you imagine living your whole life knowing just that colony like if you're just a if you're just a miner, if you're a minor ant who your whole life has lived inside that colony, you never really go above ground. Your whole life is spent building that colony. Like but then again, how long you do ants actually live? But that's only a consumption. Time is relative. Yeah, to them that's a whole lifetime. To you that may be only a few minutes, but to them that's an eternity. You know True. what I mean? Like time is a concept. You know, and so it's to them like that could be spaced out just because something lives longer than us. Like time is more relative to them so therefore seems longer that's where someone said it to me as like as you get older why time skips faster because like when you're five years old a week's not very long in or we'll say a year a year's when you're five years old a year is pretty long it's a fifth of your life mm-hmm. when you're 40 a year is not as long it's only a 40th of your life you've already done you know 39 other of them very so true that, the older you get and the more that you've expanded in time, the more come up pre- the smaller time seems. Oh, absolutely. I can definitely, can definitely understand that. And especially like when, like when you're younger, like even just like when you had like as kids, like tell a kid to wait for like five minutes, they're waiting an eternity, man. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh that's, my that's God. That's a big portion of their life. Please. Five minutes is a huge portion of their life so far. Like five, like just the, the time that it would take me to smoke a cigarette. 
could could be an eternity for a child and that's just tearing them apart right impatience fruit flies live 24 hours you know what i mean like it's an hour that's that's their lifespan is an hour does that mean they still should get to live it because it's small and seems short to us no you know i mean it's still life it's still like in that my time, fruit, my fruit fly trap over here <laughs> insinuates that my thoughts are the opposite. But hey, they're still in there, right? They're still finding a way, even though you're taking down their numbers. In that 24 hours that they have, they're finding a time to eat, grow, reproduce, all this. They're living a full life, even with the barriers that are put up against them in that 24 hours. Do not remind me. <laughs> <laughs> No matter what we do, we cannot eradicate the house of these damn fruit flies. (laughs) Could we invent a watch that you could set to like the time clock of certain animal? Like you want it in dog time, so you know how many years old your dog is and how many hours it is or whatever. They say that they say like a dog year is like seven years to a human year, but that's only because I think that's only based off the fact that dogs die at a certain age so we said well if you times that by seven then that's closer to how when humans die so that's how we conceptualize was, dog time it's the most logical thing they use math right and it's like but time the most is basic of math time but i thought, is, it, but I thought it also refers to like like when a dog is like 10 years old like it, like that's an old older dog it's a 70 year old so dog. yeah like it's, it's like a human, 70-year-old human's old. It's going to be showing gray hair, and it's going to be, like, not moving as fast as it was when it, when it was younger. And, like, the younger dogs, like, like using Zena as an example. Like, like, you, had, like you, you guys had Zena since she was a puppy. And just seeing her grow through the years. And seeing that she was like the she was like the elder dog of the of the group because she was the oldest of the group so like the younger dogs were being young dogs around her and you could see like the difference in like the age you could see like the younger dogs that were playing more and like Zena that's like nah I'm just gonna chill right and I, I agree there's a difference between, you know, older and younger. And for sure it has that, the differential, but it's like, we have such a need to place a time and definition on what exactly that means. I feel like, and we have to be careful with that where it's like, and reassociating it all back to ourselves where we're just like, Oh, dogs are like us. So it's seven times this, you know, how do we make them more like us where it's like, I mean, it, that, that could, that could very well be part of it as well. But I guess I, I guess. <laughs> I guess I do understand it more from the spectrum. So either way, I feel like it's like, it doesn't matter how big of space that you take up on this planet like that there's always value to that life there's space, always some, you know yeah but 
how do you rate that? Do you do that with a bucket list? Do you put together a list of things that I want to do to consider my life fulfilled? And if you don't get them, then what? Then what's that mean? Or if you hit half of them, or if you keep coming up with new ones and never find an end to the list. Yeah, you, you have your mix of people that like, they have something that they're consistently aspiring to. And then you have people that are just trying to like get through. Like they're not necessarily aspire. What, what they're aspiring to is surviving. What they're, and what, they're, what their goal is in mind is making it to the next day. And then you have people that have actual goals, have actual dreams, and have things that they want to actively work towards. And you have other people that just want to waste time to waste time. I mean, they still have goals in mind, but then waste it like legitimately like burning time, however they need is part of how they achieve their goal. And especially in terms of like living out like a bucket list per se, like when you have, like you have the means that you can commit to like wanting to like check off everything on this list. Like it's going to make a great list and it's going to make some great memories and it's going to make some great stories. Right. But, I guess at the, but at the end of the day, who does the who does that list satisfy more so yourself than the people that you're doing the list for? That's where I think that that list should be for you, like made by yourself for yourself. Like you establish value for your life and like the decisions of what you place value on is what society judges you on, you know, and puts you in a certain place in the world because of the things that you value. And like in a sense, you can help what you value, but you can't always. You can't always help what you value. You're drawn to certain things based on a bunch of different factors. You know what I mean? So you have to give into that a little bit, but you have to find that value for yourself. Like you have to keep pushing yourself to different limits. And I had this conversation recently, even about with like animals and like the progression of animals where they're going with evolution and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, there's dogs and other animals that have been trained to do or I say trained, but have been told they would give the capability of doing amazing things and do them. I can do these amazing tricks that we couldn't see. And it's only because someone like showed them that was possible or asked that of them. And it's the same thing with ourselves where it's like, unless you're asking that of yourself constantly is like, Hey, can I do this? Hey, am I capable of this? Hey, like pushing yourself to a new boundary. You know what I mean? Like in my opinion for valuing my life, like I'm stifling myself. I'm not giving my life the full value that it could if I'm not pushing the boundaries in every direction to see how big this space of life is that I have. You know what I mean? You really got to stretch yourself out. And then to each their own. Some people may not want to be stretched out. That's true. I mean, some people enjoy just the, like you said, the survivability part, the most basic form of nature. How can I get from day to day? You know, how am I going to make it another day? And I can't, for me, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I can't focus on that. Like if I were to just focus on the minimalistic aspect of survival, that scares me. Like empowering myself more and focusing on what I can do and what I can control instead of focusing on the outside factors that are going to affect me anyway. Like uh, trying to focus on an unknown compared to focusing on something that I have more control over gives me more comfort. 100%. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that might and happen. It's because we want to try to be right. more in control. And I'll prepare myself so when different things or unknowns happen, I'm more prepared for unknowns because I put myself in enough uncomfortable positions that I know how to just yeah. handle uncomfortableness. I know how to yeah. handle mm-hmm. me, myself, and panic. Like, shock is such an interesting thing. Like, um, recently, with, there was a shooting around uh, where I live, and like, they, I was watching videos from the main, you know, from the shooting and like you see people just wandering around with this just look of not even knowing what to do not even knowing like well yeah because it literally just hit home well but no like they're they're walking around the building where there's an active shooter not getting out of the way not running and hiding like because they're they don't know what to do this doesn't happen this doesn't happen in everyday life you know what i mean so it's like when you have that like your everyday structure of what you know all of your knowns shaken at the core and you're not prepared to like handle when you're shaken, like you can lock up. You can like all the gears can just go. Everybody can talk a big game, right? But then when you actually live it, right? That's where you see what the real feelings are, the feelings, the, the things you didn't factor. Right. When how, you thought about it. How many of us have thought about how we'd like hide in the school and like jump out of an attack an attacker or something? Uh, you'd, you'd be totally the hero to save the day, right? Well, you think about that all the time. Yeah, like I would that's do this, I would do this. It's like uh, then what, God what for, I and, God forbid what that I person do. that's yeah shooting up. What would I actually like, do? You, you try. Moment. You try, and say for example, you would fail, I even try though? And you lose your life because they shoot you. But in the moment, would I even try? I feel like I would, the, and I think I would based on past experience, but you like, don't know. In the either moment you can you try, try, you can have an outcome, right. or you can choose to not try and still have an outcome. Right. It's, uh, there was a car accident I was in that kind of like made me think about myself in like those kind of situations where like we were in a car, we like took in a turn and we started to slide and we started going off like we're going to go down this deep ditch where there was like a um a water ravine at the bottom and it was decently slow but not super slow but we were just headed it was just on we're going to go over the corner the person i was with was panicking freaking out in the passenger seat and just like losing it and i just like slowly put my arm across their chest we fell forward off the ravine and we just sunk in the car and then we had to like I just like, we just processed the situation. We got all of our stuff that we needed to. We got out of the car, got out of everything and just like went on it. You know what I mean? And it was just like two complete different interactions to the same incident, you know? And it's like, that's where it's like testing yourself. Like that was a test for myself where I saw how I would react in those situations. And it made me more confident in myself that I'll better handle similar situations in the future reaffirmed with that. yourself you actually lived the story you saw in your head even a little bit right Ex- exactly you were the person yep. you imagined you'd be i can do that in those situations once in a while in that in that situation the whole time yeah. you're telling is i saw like the opening to an adventure movie <laughs> it's kind of what it felt like like time slowed down that's where time is such relative man because like that's the oh thing in God, accents they say that with like shoot like when cops go into like they can say they see bullets in the air like go by and they say trails and stuff like that um but it was it was just like i don't know how long it took for us to go off the ravine because it was just like and then it just i don't know yeah time is an interesting puppy yes it is 
it's like that accident that I slant, like I tried like pumping my brakes, like while I'm sliding on this ice and no matter what I could do, I couldn't fully stop myself. And I had ended up rear ending that person. Winter. The unknowns, the uncontrolled, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, it, it's weird though. Cause it's like, I don't know how that situation was going to go, but I wasn't afraid of dying in that moment. I could have, the car could have flipped over tons of other things, but for some reason, my mind processed the whole situation and goes, no, nah, you're okay. And it just like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's why, I don't know. Or probably not because, probably because you I don't knew know. the car wasn't going fast enough to actually flip. True. But still, we ended up like nose like this. Like, I know we were going straight down, but I guess, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And, but at the same time, your mind's probably processing that it's like, don't freak out because we need this to be over before we can truly decide if this is something we freak out on or not, because it doesn't make yeah. sense to freak out when you're going through it. Oh, because you're so right though. As much as it seems like the logical thing, freaking out is only going to make it worse because you're only going to be exaggerating the situation than what it might actually be. That you were you with be- a girl. Yes. You probably look so cool. <laughs> you you have to be careful with that though too because like what you just said made me think of the fact that i do that in a lot of other situations too where i don't always emotionally consume situations when they take place at hand i consume them later so you know it's that same Sometimes thing like expanded not all the situations you know? can be consumed immediately after because it's not True. something that you're immediately thinking about you're thinking about whatever you're doing at the time we were pulling yourself out of the emotion you know, and some people can do that and some people can't, you know. That's do you it. have to digest that emotion at some point? I feel like I you wouldn't do. necessarily say that you have to, but I will say that it may naturally happen just because you may naturally think of it. In my experience, Probably healthy to digest it, right? Right. If, if my experience, you if think. you don't, it will come back up. It will find a way one way oh, or yeah. another to make itself present again and sometimes it's not always in the same form it's like reoccurring like literally even stuff that you like suppress down can like turn into like physical ailments ailments and stuff like that so it's like that's where it's dangerous and it's a dangerous slippery slope to start where it's like i'm not gonna deal with this i'm gonna push it over here and it's like then you have a whole pile of shit over here and you've never built those skills to handle any of it. And so now you got a big pile of shit to go through without the skills to go through it. And you're like, well, what the fuck do I do now? You know, like you have to, you, you have to deal with that pile a little bit. Some stuff you can store. Cause mm-hmm. like you said, maybe you don't have the tools to deal with it right now. Maybe you don't even know how to understand it because life's crazy. Life's wild. Life has, life doesn't make sense sometimes. So like there is things where it's like, I need to have another conversation or I have need to have another interaction so that I can better consume what actually just happened, you know? And even, even that right there, having another conversation, just being able to share it with someone else so that it gets it off of your chest. Yes. That's huge. That's with, with what happened in my town recently. Like there's the, only silver lining I've seen from it so far so far is the compassion that it brought out of the community. Like there was this need from people to talk about it. Like I work in a retail environment, I work in a dispensary and like people, it wouldn't be the first thing people would say, but it would come up. Because and it was the most relevant recent thing to happen uh, in the town. 
it, it was that and it wasn't people needed like from what i got from it from my understanding people needed to understand and decompress that that's not normal they needed their community to say yeah that stuff was just like that's not normal even though you know that's not normal and not okay like people needed to confirm like no that's messed up like we're not just going to go on about the day kind of thing like and you saw that from kind of everybody and people who you wouldn't expect to see it from and there was this level of compassion and like come togetherness that came out of a community from it i mean it definitely makes sense because like something like that that happens in a community the community is going to grow stronger right. if it unites it helps right that's the best way to dilute whatever the person who perpetrated the, the shooting you know whatever right. they were going for the best way to snuff it out is show solidarity in their wake show the opposite than they were looking to achieve like mm -hmm. people i'm pretty sure these people unless they don't and, and teach their own some might but people don't probably think i'm gonna go do I, i'm gonna go commit a shooting because i want to unite the people like i'm gonna go kill a bunch of people so that it brings everyone together Right, which you could have some people thinking in that realm, it would almost be like a vigilante mindset. What's the premise per se. for what's that movie? Because the they believe, like they believe, well, yeah, like anti-hero per se. Yeah, where he has to be the villain that everybody where, else. Yeah, like you have to, like against. you have to be the mm -hmm. villain in order for the deeds of the hero to be realized like you right. basically have to be the villain and the hero where the villain side is probably going to be what catches more public attention but then the hero side is what people are not going to necessarily pay attention to because they're going to be still fo so focused on like it's like someone starting a fire in a building and then putting the fire out themselves right. like they're like people are just didn't i do like, a good job why did you start <laughs> that fire in the first place Oh, but I put it out. What was the purpose? But did you see how I put it out? I did that. But what was the purpose? What was right. the what was the reason that you started this fire in this building that all these people had to evacuate that you actually burned a person and you caused harm? Because That's I wanted to make because I wanted to make sure that they had proper fire drills in place. Right. That's where I think it burned someone. It falls on attention. They just, everybody, like, like people feel like their, their life has more value if other people are paying attention to it. And yes, people will do. do certain things just and to gain attention. social media is our baby. And it knows how to make babies of us. Well, there was even, even before social media, there was a dude who defaced, I think it was a Roman structure. Literally, only reason this giant, it was one of the, like, most, like, um, praise structures and like he set it on fire and tried to destroy it just so he'd go down in history as the dude who did it only reason only motive only incentive was heard, to live I've in that heard of some similar stories to that and it's just people like, that just want to make a name for themselves you want to watch the world burn. that's what a lot of people want to do it's like what's going to be my lasting mark like what is going to be my namesake like people are going to talk about what that me is. for this reason. 
how do you not care what that message is that you're leaving? How can it just be the val- the importance of what that me- how can it be importance of the size of your message, not what the message is? That's and what. It's, oh, and it's because people people feel like they want to be remembered when they die. I mean, even in the show Futurama, Bender made a tomb that was the size of like five planets. <laughs> just people so that he would be you. remembered. People can remember you without remembering your name. Like oh, the messages and the impacts that you pass on based Things on your you action. Start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it just, it makes the most sense to be nice to other people because people are going to remember the ones that aren't. It's true. And God forbid, you know, God, for, God forbid that I'm having a bad day and I accidentally take it out on this unsuspecting person that they didn't deserve it. I just, I just, I'm having a bad day. So I took it out on this person. And then lo and behold, let's say like two years into the future, I'm applying for a job and that's the hiring manager. He's going to remember my face because that person was a jerk and I'm not going to get the job. Right. Because of something that happened in the past. But even, even in the personal gain, like, like I get that point to it hundred percent. That's a reality, but it's like, you shouldn't do them wrong in the first place because they're just like you back to the golden rule. Absolutely. Do, un- do unto others as you wish them to do unto you. Why everyone's got, the, I don't want my soul to live with that at the end of the day. You know what I mean? That I've done someone wrong in, in, in a way that I wouldn't want to be done. Everyone's got that reason. And some people like you have a conscious and it, those th- that would eat at you. And some people it's the opposite. And some people can do whatever they want to and just be completely emotional. It's like that little voice just doesn't exist. That's what it seems. Blows my mind, man. It, it I, me too. I, 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 I battle with it every too. day. Like how can they And especially like that? learning about some of the ways that I've learned. Some people have done some different things that I'm just like, who in their right mind even thinks like even like not to get on like a completely touchy subject, but like to each their own having their reasons, but a woman that purposely keeps a good father away from their child. Right. Uh, How my mom said it once, like kids, you should never take love out of a kid's life. No matter what it is, you should never take love out of a child's life. Wherever it's as long as it's coming from a good place and the right kind of love, you should never take any form of love out of a child's life because there's not that much always going around in the world, especially for an individual. Exactly. And, and that's why I say like, there's a difference between a good and a bad father. I can understand girls like cutting out the bad fathers, the ones that don't fill the role, the ones that basically want to manipulate the child and just not make the situation better, make it better for them, but not better for everyone. So I, I, I get it from that spectrum in terms of like, they are protecting their child, but then you do have the other spectrum of you've got people out of pettiness and you've got people out of pride and you've got people for whatever other reason that if it's a personal reason to them that they just hold that power over you because they can make the executive decision. Yeah. Like, especially like I know from experience, like my, like my buddy that lives in Ohio, like 
he's in a similar situation and he's had to fight tooth and nail to be able to continue to see his daughter and continue to be involved in his daughter's life. Even though his daughter is his number one priority, he loves the crap out of her. He wants to see her succeed in every single way possible. Like in terms of on paper, he is a good father to her. And he actually like tries to like help her grow. And then it's unfortunate that this woman because they're in a state where the in, a, in the state of Ohio, the woman has pretty much all power over custody over the child, even though the woman could be someone that uses drugs and abuses drugs. And the father could be someone that's clean cut and has a good paying job. It's going to come down to what does mom want to do? That's a good majority of states too are similar. It's very mother first. They're changing and, it. There are changes because it's been much more acknowledged because it like that's you know sexism in a different way. We're saying to the man, you're going to treat your like, kid a certain way, and that's not true because like, there is bad moms and there is bad dads. Yes, there are, and you, you do, know? and and because of that broken system, you have these. You have some women that were taught by their own mothers to essentially like you are a goddess and you have the power to reproduce life and you have the ability to hold that power over others. And that's where they just go and they try to manipulate men to do whatever that they need. And at the end of the day, they have the all power because they can remake the, they can make the baby and man can't by themselves. And that's, that's goes back to with having that power. You got to take, you got to take responsibility for it because you do have the power to make a baby. But what mm-hmm. are you, are you giving that baby the value or are you taking advantage of that baby and using it as a tool to like accentuate yourself? Like you, you are you giving that baby a dad and a nice household and everything else? Or are you just popping out kids because you can know you can use them for power or money or all these other things or as little extension fashion models of yourself? Like it's a big responsibility to be able to create life. You know, anybody can do it. Any, well, not anybody, most humans can do it unless there's certain, you know, medical complications and things like that. But it's unless like, there's factors. Yes. That, yes. that just makes it that much more important to acknowledge the responsibility of being able to have children. Right. Some people who, who may not normally be able to are so much more appreciative to the kids that they have because they yeah. were told mm-hmm. maybe they never could have kids. They were told maybe that's not a possibility to produce life. Think and about like, I proved you wrong i proved the world wrong i made life think about someone that like adopts because they can't have children themselves but they adopt so that they can still have that parental role and have those parental responsibilities and they're actually helping a child that no longer has that or is no longer receiving that on a consistent basis to the point that they are actually able to grow from receiving it you're giving their life more value you're inflating it. You're, you're feeding that life. You know what I mean? You're giving opportunities, but you fed it. And then you think of the people that adopt for selfish reasons and the people that adopt to create their children into super children. Because again, it can also get turned into checks or yeah, for selfish, greedy reasons. Or Or life didn't work out the way that you thought it did. So you're going to have your kid go through the same things to hope that he can get it right. Cause you fucked it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you do, you do, you do hear about that from time to time, especially in terms of like juniors. Like you're already a junior, uh, so you're already <laughs> you already got like either your you already got your dad's name, 
and you're you're like you want to be exactly like your dad so you're going to do exactly what your dad did you're going to do the same job you're going to have the same mentality you're going to have the same mindset you're going to be a literal copy right it's that's what the junior is repeat repeat with all the knowledge you already got up to this point but then but then like you just said who's to say that like you you like i have like i have a son and i name him nathan jr and then let's say that he comes out completely different than i am like a completely different mindset than i have and he's my son i love him and i want to see him grow and i can only hope that he doesn't have a toxic mindset because i wouldn't want to see that in anyone i would like oh that brings up a good point like 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 there is a time for toxicity, but it's very short. And it's only an extreme, in my opinion. Like, I feel like, it comes, I, like I only, it comes like, and goes at different times in your life, right? Like, I feel like, yes. And I feel like the people that have more toxicity that they, ha- that they have to deal with in their lives are naturally more toxic mindsetted people because they're constantly dealing with it as opposed to some people that don't deal with it as much so they have a much cleaner mindset but then you don't want to have it too clean to where you never deal with toxicity because then all it is is going to take one little piece of toxicity in your clean mindset to completely destroy your mindset. Right. So that, that's, and so that's where I have say to go through the do, toxicity to appreciate it too. You do need to, you do need, you need to experience to, because it. Because if you don't, because it's the toxicity easy to make jokes is essentially make the, to, the toxicity in our lives is essentially what is the, it's the other side of, it's the other side of the balance beam. Like you have the positive and you can't have all positive. Otherwise you're putting things on pedestals and you have all this negative down here because just one little thing and it's going to tip that scale. Well, what about if you're a parent who has spent your whole life, you're trying to do it right to the best of your knowledge, trying to raise this kid up and maybe it's chemical imbalance, maybe it's other things, but your kid is a toxic individual. Your kid is someone who you know, either doesn't separate themselves from emotion, doesn't know right from wrong or something else. Like you've tried to structure this. You've tried to, you know, better instill this life. What do you do with that? What do you do at that point when like you've done everything you thought you've could and you still can't, you can't, still can't it change It doesn't that. seem like you're making progress. Yeah. So I'm going to use the extreme and I'm going to put it in words. How would you feel about your hypothetical son becoming a mass murderer? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like if someone's down that path, like if they're like showing violent tendencies constantly, like you've tried everything about talking to him, asking them why you've tried to like tell them how you try to show them by um, show them by action. You've tried to like, you've tried every kind of being the best parent possible to this person. And they're still setting their ways of being violent, getting ways through power and domination. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, 
Because that's where I feel like a lot of parents are. A lot of parents feel like they've tried everything they could. And then this, you know what I mean? Like, still happens. I feel like you should never truly feel like you have tried everything. That you should always be looking for what is something that can help. And the best way to find out that something that can help is by having the conversation with the individual. And if that's true, and like like you said, if this individual just wants to be this way, all the power to them, let them, let them see how this is going to play out. Then they go kill people. If you're just going to let it be and they're have murdering tendencies and you're just saying, let it play out, then they're going to go kill people. He's teaching him a lesson. <laughs> Sometimes some people need to learn that lesson for themselves. Like I can lecture, stop, uh, I, I can lecture people that killing people is wrong. Doesn't necessarily mean everyone, all the billions of us on this face of the earth are going to agree with me. And to the right. ones that don't, I respect their opinion. That's where it is something too, because it's not all mammals murder. Like humans no. are in the, in, in the minority where only 40% of mammal species actually murder um, other mammals. And we're even a more minority because the most of the thing that you see that is we're uh, emphasized where they kill like the young, usually when they like take over like a new colony or something like that, they'll kill off all the next genetics. But we're one of the few species that usually does it so randomly and so much like on an older scale. It's because we're the only species that has that free will to be able to think and do that. But because with other species, like think about like, like not necessarily a pack, but like a group of, a group of cheetahs or a group of wolves, cheetahs, group of cheetahs that are all a group a group of jaguars a group that are all hunting that that are all hunting for survival and then they come across a they two of them at the same time come across a prey and they defeat the prey and then they have to fight each other because the winner is going to be able to claim the prey and i think it's more of like the winner between them, it's like a mutual respect that like you like the, like this jaguar just dominated this jaguar. The defeated jaguar leaves because it's lucky to be a because it's lucky that the other jaguar didn't kill it, and then the victorious jaguar claims their prize. Whereas with humans, same scenario. And then the minute that the victorious person turns their back, the losing person attacks them because they let their guard down. Find the opportunity. And they and they take advantage Animals. of the opportunity. Animals do that though. They do sneak attacks and shit like that. They do, they do, that. They do, they do sneak shit. attacks, but generally not after a battle per se. <laughs> like for some like I don't. I don't know of very many, unless the intent was to kill, at least in similar species. Like, right. But they're, don't, they're, it's not senseless killing. It's just, well, I, I never said it wasn't senseless. I never said it was or wasn't senseless killing. Like, it's just, it's, 
it's it's the difference between human mentality and animal mentality. You you asked a question, Kev, about do you think it's because of how many they are? You think it's because there's so many humans? That and that so, that could be there's a, a factor higher percentage chance because there's a human to think that it's okay. Well, there's a study based on rats where they gave these like rats like everything they needed. They gave they started off by like setting it up and not giving them what they needed and giving them drugs. And like when they didn't have everything they needed, they'd go for the drugs. But when they started having all their needs met, say like food, space, and uh, you know their reproduction, like they started to thrive and they started having tons and tons of babies, starting cities. Like they had all this over rat population and they kept growing the size and giving them more food. Well, what started happening because of this and when they started having like the mom started caring about the young, they had so many young, there wasn't a problem to have young. Like they weren't, it wasn't a necessity to keep them alive. So they would eat some of their own young. They would kill some of their own young. The males would like find other rats and be super vicious and like anything that was smaller than them, anything that was like a smaller rat, they would just like snap off and like bite and tear apart. And like in these perfect settings where they had all their needs met, they saw aggressive tendencies like develop out of some of these, like some of these creatures, you know what I mean? What and else do they have to do? Exactly. They and it's like, no meaning. They have to find that value again. And it's like, we're at, getting to that as humans where we're in cities now and you don't have to worry every day if you're going to be eaten by a pack of wolves. That's not a concern. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you have to worry about being shot on the corner of the, on the corner of fifth and third. Right, right. You know, which is same, same idea of concern, just a different, just a different reason and a different concern. Well, and that's where I feel like it goes into the sensible, and I'm not. I guess that goes to determine if anything's sensible, but it's like death with a reason. You know what I mean? Like if if you walk under a vicariously hanging piano out of a window and it falls on you and you die, you probably expect that's going to happen if you saw the piano. But if you're just walking down the middle of a desert and a piano falls out of the sky, that's a fucking surprise. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's these situations that we put ourselves and understand like the risks. And when those are kind of switched up on us, like that's when we have to really reevaluate, you know, what is, Understanding the risks are literally always there. Anything could happen anytime. My coworker, my coworker, stick break down from a tree and drop right in front of my car. It's the first time I ever had something come in front of my car at a time where I haven't had the time to stop. Scared the piss out of me. People die like that all the time. Yeah. Like from dude, like there was a guy in Boulder. Someone was telling me this in the dispensary, uh, who told me this the other day, where it just boom right through the window. Same thing branch just fell right through the window because they were driving it done yep like that from a, a few seconds different a few seconds different along your route you know what i mean could have been a whole different situation mm -hmm. and that's oh yeah that's where i think luck is a real thing like i think we kind of created and there's a little bit more behind it than just saying it's luck but there is a certain amount of luck and you can develop it and you can hone it and everything else but there's a little Which bit of luck probably got in things much deeper history than we give it credit for right oh that's just luck what do you mean it's just luck what does that mean well that's all that's probably most of our knowledge from it 
oh, it's just luck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're lucky. Yeah. It's just gravity. Luck is a figment of human imagination. Why do you say that? Like, things, like, no one just gets lucky. Like, things all happen for a reason. The person that won the lottery happened to make the decision to buy a lottery ticket. What if they found of it? all of the lottery tickets that were dispersed, there is one that is a winner and one and one person will be getting. So people look at it as like because they try to hold on they try to explain for when good things continue to happen to them. And and, and especially in like playing poker or like betting per se like when you're on a lucky streak and then something happens and you lose like you're not you're not going to just keep winning all the time so you have to know when the losses are going to come so that you're prepared for them well that's what we're saying it's it's not luck in the terms that like it's something that we've created but it's like just Something because, yeah, just because, like a, karma. just because a medicine works partially on a placebo doesn't mean it doesn't work. If placebo is part of the reason and it gets the effect done, doesn't mean it's not a valid thing. So if you can find a way to get yourself to do something and it's not working scientifically, the reason you are, you're still getting it. So if a lucky shirt is giving you the extra motivation to do what you need to do, then wear your lucky shirt. For whatever reason it's doing it, whether it's a subconscious reason or not, you're doing better. So your luck is actually working. So yeah, there may be reason for everything happens, but that doesn't mean that reason can't be called luck. Talking about like, I think it's, I've never had to experience this and it kind of messes with my psych from time to time. But outside of my work downtown, there are people that are currently working on the building. And mm -hmm. I've seen it twice now. But there have been falling bricks. Falling yeah. from like hundreds of feet in the air. Sounds like an OSHA approved work site. Right. Yeah. No nets, no <laughs> guards, no nothing catching that. Yeah, that sounds not right. And and the first time I saw it, I was just smoking a cigarette next to the building, minding my own business. And I saw this brick out of my peripheral fall and crash and hit the road that my building's on. Is and this road I'm, open to traffic? It is. Oh, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, thank God no one was driving at that time and that brick didn't hit anything. And then I was talking to the people that I was that were smoking in the smoking section because we, we'd all just seen it and heard it. And that's why we're all like, and, and we all just kind of like huddled underneath like the cover. And we're just like, my God, like coming outside to smoke a cigarette and like never thought like my life would be in, in danger. Well, that's where it goes Every down. Like, just like you said, thank God they didn't ha hit somebody. That's lucky that didn't hit somebody. It's whatever words you want to use to define it, to give that. It all means a random thing, sense. Right. Of the, exactly. It's like, however, yes, Describe luck may not be real right but it's like we created the word luck we created whatever we put behind it we created it's an it's our version to understand what the fuck is going on yeah so like mm -hmm. luck is us 
lining up perfectly oh, and setting ourselves something up happened there to make the sure that nothing bad happened yeah. right that's basically we slept in a little bit we did this how, we did that that's how people know? define it like luck like i got like and especially like driving like hitting all the green lights like oh i got lucky right yeah like i, well, I, had, I, know, I noticed that i noticed that when i was when we were when we were driving to disc golf earlier today like i hit almost all the red lights and I'm just like, oh, it just m- must not be. I'm, I'm I'm not getting lucky today. It must not be my day. <laughs> well, that that takes into your takeoff speed, though. You know how fast you're going between there's, the lights, like factors. what time you left, like. But it is, but you set up those two because the, right, you've been it. You've if been through a those a bunch of times. Of you, so you might actually know the follow lights. because there's a car in the other lane, right? And that's where it's like it could go anyway. But today it went this way, so that's lucky. Yeah, you know, however, however, however it goes. That's where it's too. It's like we're, we even win that lucky battle when we're born. There was thousands of other oh, sperm God, yeah. that were trying to get to the egg. And like, I think about that a lot. Like that, that was your first win. That was your first like fucking. That was your yeehaw. first, that was your first like, victory. You were the best. You were the strongest seed that made it through right. and got to become and, and, and was graced with life. Whenever you're feeling down on yourself, remember you won that. Like you won one thing. You're not a complete loser. Like it's not uh, true. The, uh, the 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 best comeback that that a dad will ever tell you. Hey, you just remember that I could that I could, you 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 just you just keep in mind. I didn't have to come inside her. <laughs> I could have pulled out. I could have pulled out. <laughs> I could like I could have pulled out, and you would not be here. <laughs> you could be another stain in my sock, boy something i was just always told that i was daddy's little squirt (laughs) (laughs) oh man man. and that's even that that's so much life in such a just just a small little like yeah nothingness it seemed Uh, right yeah and it's like that's life that's just like that is the creation material right there you know what i mean like how many lives to the end of his sock billions billions oh zillions gillions i don't I, you probably kind of i don't probably even know since the beginning we of might time. know that number yeah right like yeah and that's from our that's literally from our genetics programming us to reproduce and to create life to where we're like oh we always gotta be producing and create life like let's, let's, create, let's create life now can we create life now how about now Step can we create on. life now like, <laughs> now we're on a one-track mind to create you know mm-hmm. and that's why some people just some people just continue to pop out babies that's where it too though i think life is can be different like you can make life in a lot of different ways like you can you can have a baby as a child but you could also have a baby as a business that you build for a community you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that Ooh, is your entity mm-hmm. that you put into this world that affects the world around it so it's like you can bring life into a world in more ways than just reproduction you know, and that's where it's, I feel like you can redirect that energy. You can see that need in yourself to make and to create, and you can say, okay, but I'm going to harness that over here. I know you want to create, let's do that, but let's do that here. You know what I mean? And re restructure it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's just, that's you realizing like a positive way to utilize your creative energy. Yeah. 
and, and take over does. some of my needs because because like sexual desire like I, I don't know it's probably it's not the same for everybody it, it gets in the fucking way like there's so much shit that i just want to oh do God. and it's like boobs this sex Literally. should i be having sex 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 and it's like I have other shit to do right now, man. Like, and it's like taking that control over my mind being like, cool, dude. I know that's what you want to think about, but that'll get handled later. And it's like, yeah, you have to take control of it. And there's other primal needs. You know what I mean? Like even eating's the same too. You gotta find ways to tell yourself like, Hey, listen, somehow this can get to that. Right, right. (laughs) Everything (laughs) relates back to sex. So if you do this and make this, someone may think that's sexy. It's like a meme that a friend that a friend showed me not that long ago. And I think it was um it was like the mod it was like the mod the the modern the modern citizen or something. And it was like they have like a chores list that they could do and they have like their hobby that they could that they could like have fun doing. And then what they ultimately choose to do is to fap. (laughs) <laughs> i mean it's so, easier so you don't like, have to go it's anywhere like what, it's like what you want it, it, it's it's like what you need to do what you want to do what you end up doing right but that's where oh, <laughs> it's a little bit tmi but it goes back it's like that uh thing from wolf of wall street where uh where what's his name where he's talking about reason oh oh uh what's his name you know what I'm talking about? Jonah Hill? No, it's he's sitting down with Leonardo DiCaprio at the table. Uh, the thing I like about high school girls is uh, I keep an old name. Oh, McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. Mm-hmm. But he says that he does it every single morning and sometimes like halfway out the day to release the demons, release that pen of energy, release oh, yeah, that yeah, life. Yeah, 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 To get rid of that thought process it's not when they're, the it's mind. Not, it's not when they're going, oh, it's when they're sitting down and they're having, they're having uh, the That's breakfast. That's the same part. That's the same part is where he's doing, oh, he's like, do it with me. Oh, that's all in the same conversation. Is it? Yeah, because I watch it from time to time. It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's kind of it. It's pretty inspiring, like video, that, and that's thought, like one of the comments. It's like was, his I only thought, part in the movie. I thought that was part. I thought like th- that was like in like the group, and like he what brings it to the group. McConaughey is the one who teaches him it because he's sitting there doing it, and he's not doing it. He's like, do it along with me, and so he just starts doing it along with him, and it's just to free him up and to get him like you know relaxed in that environment. But it's like taking, yeah, taking charge of that and taking charge of your need. You're like taking charge of your own needs and everything. You know what I mean? Like putting yourself on that path, taking out your distractions of these, even what nature tells you that you're supposed to do with your life and how you're supposed to value it and find that value yourself. Don't let society determine it. Don't let nature determine it. You determine the value that you put on your own life and what you can do with it. Other people just give you ideas. Right. It's input. It's not a say all. It's an input. Mm-hmm. Feedback. Help you process, mm-hmm. refine your process, and keep doing things you enjoy doing. Get better and better at them. And at the end How- of the day, all we can do is just make the decisions that give us the results that we thought that we were looking for. What do you think you like? How do you gauge that, though? Like, how do you gauge that little level of? validation for what you wanted out of your life how do you know when you've met it i don't think anybody ever i would argue that you don't i would argue i would argue that the only person that okay 
I guess I would argue that when you feel whole, like you don't feel like there's something else you could be doing. Like you are just like you've put in your time and you are contempt with everything that you have done. And you can actually just sit down and reflect on everything that you have done. In my experience, though, that's fleeting. Like I've had times in my life where I felt like that. I felt very fulfilled and like I've had everything, but and then like changes happen, something happens, but I'm not, and then it's but doesn't mean that but but I feel like you're also about to say that 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 feeling did not stay. Right. So you can feel fulfilled or you can learn something new and learn that there's something more that you could be doing. So I would almost argue that no one should truly feel fulfilled. So should you be always more that people could be doing? Should you be on guard when you're feeling fulfilled? Should you know that like, Hey, I should I feel fulfilled. This feels all right, but. Everybody's got their own opinion of it. Right. But I agree. But there's also going to be smoky, but there's also going to be stresses that come with like that fulfilled feeling because especially if you have that feeling other people want it too I feel like there's and they're gonna they're gonna look too, right? to you to give them the answers and that's where you have like that wolf of wall street moment where it's like you made this much money in a month you show me you prove to me that you're not lying to me and i will literally call my boss and quit right now and he shows him his paycheck and, it, and then the next scene is hey yeah boss uh I quit. I'm done working for you. I'm going to do this. And then the rest is history. You were going to say something, Kev? I don't remember what we were talking about before that. I think, uh, we're, I think we're getting a good point. I felt like I had a good idea. Start I felt like getting, I had a good point to it. I think we can start. Does measure mean engage of fulfillment? Because that's where we were covering your question. And so it was about gauging fulfillment and knowing you said you agree with, and then you got kind of cut off a little bit. So I wanted to see if you had anything else to say about it. That. Okay. I agree with, with Smokey in the sense that we should always have the sense that we could be doing more. There's always something that can be done, right? Nothing's ever complete. Nothing's ever perfect, but we do, we're allowed to take it take a minute and relish in some of our wins or some of, of our course. successes, some of our victories, right? Like we have to remember to do that, but at the same time, we can't overdo that. Like, hooray, you, you threw your straw wrapper in the garbage again. Right. You're 30 years old. Good job. Like, I, like create it, new like, standards. It's, Re- it's fun- reset your setup. It's funny that you say that because the book that I'm about to finish up, uh, the guy, and, He's literally talking about like um, breaking a world, like he's talking about like the process and mindset and everything that he had to like break the, um, the world record for uh, most amount of pull-ups in a 24 hour period. And on his third attempt, he finally breaks the record. But the first two attempts, he goes through everything that he had, that he had, that he had, that he had, he had to essentially go through. And because of that first failure, and he talks about like in the, the immediate aftermath of a failure, like doing like a reflection, like, okay, 
that just happened? Why did it happen? And how can I prevent it in the future? Like, what did I, what did I not do to, to, in order to get the result that I was looking for? And that's Bodybuilders say that's the trick in general is that you're supposed to talk about a workout like right after a workout. It's not a meathead thing is you're supposed to talk about the workout. What went well, what went and bad. What I'm trying to say is on that third attempt that he finally does everything right and breaks the record. Everyone in the room and the gym that he's at is cheering. They're like, he broke the record. This is huge. This is a huge monumental moment in history. And to him, he didn't feel the same way because he had worked for so long and worked so hard on achieving this goal that now that he's achieved that goal, he can't even enjoy the moment. Like what's next? Exactly. That's exactly what what he said was, okay, I broke that. Now what am I going to be aspiring to and putting my life towards? And that's where it was, it. it was a feeling of more being overwhelmed like people are like, you're amazing. You broke this record. And he's just like, yeah. So it didn't fulfill him. Like that doesn't sound like he it did the opposite. Fulfilled. He thought or he would get fulfillment. Too early. He thought That's, he would get fulfillment it, from it breaking this record and being able to put his name in history. That's where I think you have to really put it but in a check when where he you realize that that's not the end goal. That's where it impacted him. Got you. And I like it that he finishes his book with this scenario. I'm on the last chapter now, and I'm really excited to finally finish this book because I feel like I've been reading it forever. But it's really only just been the month of March. That's where it just goes back to where that direction comes from, because I think that's where you, you, you can fulfill, fulfill that what you do if it's something that you directly as a person care about getting done. Mm-hmm. If it's something else that somebody else has built up to you is important, and then you just get so sold by them that it's important that you feel like you have to achieve it, and then you achieve it, but you find out you really didn't care about it in the first place. You know what I mean? And then you're like, wow, I just put all this time. I did it, but what did I do? Exactly. And like, even like using myself as an example with the editing that I'm doing, like I legitimately have fun doing the editing and then I can just watch the episode after I'm done editing it and just appreciate for the result that I produced. And it's going to give me fulfillment that, and it's going to give me satisfaction that like I produced this, I made this, and this is what it looks like. It'll look even better when I see more people that feel the same way, but even if not a lot of people feel the same way and they're like, you could have done more and you could have done this and you could have done that. I'm going to write down what they said, but I'm still going to be proud of what I did. Right. That's life to me. It's finding the things that you can feel fulfillment from, not goals that you can be or ways you can get your name in the record book find things you enjoy doing things that mm-hmm. genuinely make you feel good when you're done with it or it's right. making that's, something that's why that's why they say that you should just be happy you should do what you love and do what makes you happy i, I want to step back a little bit on something i just said because here what you guys said maybe rethink it but it's like other people can i think help you give you path towards fulfillment because other people can help, like, especially if you're in a place down and they can give you a project to work on or something to do because they either see potential in you. And like, when you get it's that huge. project done, you feel fulfilled and it motivates you to do something else. And someone knew mm-hmm. that. So they plan that out on purpose. You know what I mean? And it's just, I guess, who, who has that power and is how they're using it. But 
other whether people they can had plans to do it that way or not you know that right. or you seem like somebody who could do it for him it's still yeah maybe it's not something you see value in now but you were sold enough on it when you did it that you took the time to learn a skill to be able to complete the thing that was asked of you whether you care about it now or not no but what what you can't lose is the knowledge of how you went about that and that you do know how to do that and you know that how to do that thing later in life when it is useful for something you actually care about you know the skills there to recall even even using this barbecue as an example like five years ago when i got when i was given the thing i knew what i needed to do in order to make it workable with propane but i just didn't value it so i didn't do it never made it a priority and then we're in a situation that my other roommates grill that they had no longer is working so now my grill is the only other grill well we have the hit we have my grill and then we would have had his other portable grill that he brings on like camping trips and stuff which is cool but like we had the opportunity, we finally, like, we, it was, pre, it, it, it was taken from, like, lowest priority almost to, like, top priority because we want a grill to be able to make food so that we can continue to feed ourselves. Right. And everything that we've done in getting this grill to the working condition that it's in, like, we, like, we did all the cleaning today, like, it's been sitting for five plus years. I don't know why I never thought that maybe I should clean this thing. Like it's probably been sitting for a while. Maybe I should clean this thing. Like when, when we actually like opened it up and like saw the grease trap and everything. Oh my God, this grease trap smelled so bad. It literally what? smelled like someone just took a shit <laughs> and just <laughs> right on the pan. Well, is, some mouses. That goes back to what Kev was saying too. Is sometimes you don't know that you care so much until you're done. You know and that's, I mean? and like, that's the thing. Like, once you have like that finished, everything that we have done, like him, like, like like him and I, like he did everything in terms of the engineering. In terms of like he like took a Dremel tool and like made the hole for the starter a little bit bigger because the other traditional starter that that was with it wasn't working the wasn't working so he so we put the other starter and then connected that to the mechanism and then he unscrewed the uh the hose that was there that was only like a foot and then put my hose that we got today that's two feet so then it reaches underneath like it just he did and he did it so fast and he did it so easily that I was making such a big deal and it only took him like five minutes and it made me realize how minuscule of a deal this whole thing is and how much bigger I was making it out to be because yes. anytime anyone ever came over life, right? and they're like oh that's a nice grill I was like yeah I need to get the converter so that it can do propane just haven't done it just like it can't like it'd be not it would have been nicer to just like do that in the beginning and then like know what i have and done the cleaning then because then maybe we would have been using my grill this entire time and then maybe he would still have his 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 grill working well it's it's easier to make excuses to yourself it's easier to make excuses than to do it and that's where you have to create a culture in yourself to 
no, just do it. It needs to be done. I'm just going to do it. Because the thing is, is like, yeah, you're wasting more energy by just validating it and coming up with reason. And it's just like, it's not a big deal. You're making it a big deal. And I'm speaking mm-hmm. from, from self. I've done this to myself so much where it's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Why? You've never even attempted it. You've never tried it. How, how dare you tell yourself you can't do something you've never tried? That's not fair. Doing things when they pop in your mind before right. you give yourself a chance to talk yourself out of it. Or a limit. How are you to tell yourself what you can't do if you've never even explored that area? Like that's. that's are you an expert all of a sudden? Yeah. Are you an expert on not being an expert? No, you don't need to be an expert to do things. You just need to have some. You're not an expert on your own limits, obviously, right? Right. Like human bodies, like and bodies in general, like nature, like we're capable of so much and we're capable of like adapting so well to so many things because of all the shit we've been through in these cycles and cycles of life. And it's like, take advantage of that. Push yourself to your limits a little bit. See what your body's capable of, but do it to things that you want to do. It's like, it's Those like are this, the things that you produce the greatest for everybody right. else. Right. What this you is care your about. You're going to put you your soul into it right like feed the energy in the right direction direct it the right way where you want to see it gone directed no one's going to tell you where to put it no one's going to tell you like that's all your energy you're a you're a bumbling ball of energy that can interact with its environment around it you get to pick what you do with that you get to pick how you make interactions and affect people's lives and make chain reactions and all that's on you or you can be static just play in the background but even that's doing something. Even that is not is. doing something and affecting people. You could be out helping people. No matter people. how you much you think you're not people. doing you nothing. And right. even if you do have other people that are telling you how to do things and how to live your life, no one ever said that you have to listen to them. And it's up to you to make that decision on if you want to or not. And that's right. the right that you have as a human being. 100%. Right is the All right to be able to make decisions for yourself that you don't have to have other people make decisions for you. And don't From let the time we're born different. And some like people, people some people, true. they just want other people to make the decisions for them. And some people, they want to control it themselves. Responsibility is hard. It can be at times. And I just, I, I personally those people who want to have other people do everything for them. Is I just want them to ask first before they ask somebody else why they can't do it themselves. Why can't I do it myself before I go and ask somebody else? And if you can answer that question and a valid reason enough to yourself of why you can't do it for yourself, then go ahead. Yeah, because at the end of the day, some sometimes some people just need to be able to look at themselves in the mirror and be happy with the result that they see. And only you can make yourself be that way can't rely on other people true it's your life nobody else's that's why the mirror literally just reflects what it sees it doesn't it doesn't take in what you portray and then spit back an altered an altered image it's literally just a copy of exactly what you what you're showing it so if you don't like what you see there are some deeper questions that i'm sure have some answers but it's up to you to find them always battling with that man in the mirror always trying to change my ways something you have a pc in your pocket all day <laughs> that's danger dude mobile gaming is like not we've all always been there the we've thing. been there together yeah. on a few being able to take games there. with you games that you're into everywhere that you go 
dangerous. <laughs> All I'm going to say is fucking dot. <laughs> dude i think about that game sometimes i'm not even gonna lie i do like, too when i think of all i do fucking, too because uh, it was a lot of fun and so much i fun. still like I, i'm pretty sure i still have my account no i think i deleted the app but i would just have to re-download it and then just like re-download <laughs> my information right yeah if it's even an app anymore i don't know if it's available with how good it did i don't know that game was dude i remember writing papers about that game like i had like i pairs up and matches and oh like i like legitimately i told my coworker adam at at the library of the of the game we started our shift at like eight in the morning and then our shift was over at like four o'clock he was still playing the game i was of course still playing the game (laughs) and then he messaged me at like 10 o'clock at night on facebook and was like dude what the fuck (laughs) <laughs> I've been playing this game all day. It's bad, man. So, and I'm oh. just like, I'm like, I'm just like, shit, bro. From eight a.m. until now, ten. Like, you you've been playing it for fourteen hours. I feel like I've been internally chasing that dragon since that. <laughs> I've been trying I to find another that, one that man. suffices. And I just do that. I burn and turn them. I get sick of them, and I delete them, and then it's on to the next. I don't know that I ever played that. Yes, you yeah, did. you did. Me we and you talked did. about it for a long time, dude. We that was the little did. pixelated one you where the monsters evolved and merged together. It. Yeah, it was, it was when then, I lived because then it, it was D-O-T, right? D-O-T. It was pixel D-O-T. monsters. Oh, yeah, but like what? God. Like what did dot stand for? It standed. I for forgot something. it was an anagram. I don't know. It It stood for something. Digital I just can't remember. Optic trainer. I don't know. I don't know. I'll ha- I'd have to look it up. <laughs> Sorry, my video is like or behind a little bit. So mm. Reset it. Oh, that game, dude. I know. And then there was, the and then there was the net. The there was the next game that we started playing, that like took me forever to get with you guys on because like you guys just like <laughs> randomly stopped playing dot and i'm just like well i like dot so i'm gonna keep playing dot for a minute and then i got bored with it and then eventually you guys got me onto that other game where it was, it was like, the neuter dra- one right like dragons and like uh the monsters or whatever it was like the you build like three and um was... oh yes yes no 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 i just played this the other day i downloaded it and what you still it? have a clan marvel puzzle quest no it wasn't puzzle quest it was a game before puzzle quest gosh we went through some but we did play puzzle quest for a hot minute i didn't get bored of dot just to clarify i did not i had to stop myself from playing that game i believe it It was causing problems in my relationship it was causing problems in my personal life like i I had to stop playing it was bad i believe it because and i think it was after adam sent me that message that i was just like i think i need to cut back on this game (laughs) this podcast is a is a safe alternative right to another addictive video game dude and that's oh, that's such a good point because it, it is like you can be addicted to things but have something to show for it yeah i mean exactly like, you can it's good to be have things where you can actually have something beneficial to show from it at the end of it it's huge it's and i think about that a lot especially when i play a video game now or when z breaks to me it's like i i know i have to be excited to him for him 
But at the same time, it's like, I've played Fortnite with him. Him and I have done, you, me, and him have built, like, huge maps. And what happens when we leave there? <laughs> you get killed. It, no, it's gone. You it's never gone. see it. You uh, never see yeah, it again. That, or that Whatever too, you built, yeah. it's 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 nothing. Well, that's where it's there's like, Minecraft, though. Minecraft exactly. is a story, and it's a community, and people exactly. can come check it out these worlds and explore the worlds for ages. So it's like, how do you tell, tell someone that's not? And you, you can know? go attack yeah. other people. Right? Or tear down their places, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a whole virtual form of life, you know? Oh, like, my God. You can also it go really work is. with other people. My sister's yeah. the same way. She's played Sims. It's similar. Ever since I think laptops were a thing. Life She's inside of life. Before laptops. Dude, I remember like one of the Sims games that I tried playing. Like I couldn't get this, I couldn't get the person to progress whatsoever. Like it was like and like um it was you were living with your mom and you needed to be able to like i think like the toaster or like the refrigerator or something breaks and like you need to get it fixed because like you can't bring food into your like you can't like do food or anything because you you don't have a working refrigerator and it's like for real the game of life so and i remember that like so i thought about it and i'm like okay well i'm gonna go try and fix this refrigerator and then you go over there and then you like grab the refrigerator and it like electrocutes you because <laughs> you don't know how to fix a refrigerator because you don't know how to you never fix a refrigerator so then i so then i got <laughs> it in I your got, head so then i got my mom to go over and do the same and it just shocks her as well <laughs> Such a and, nice I, and i remember like um if you guys remember uh adam anderson we were actually playing the game how could i forget that then his and i think it was his mom that came into the room because she heard she heard us electrocuting the lady on the game (laughs) she's just like you demons and making that old woman do all that work and then i was just like continuing to electrocute her but and then like eventually enough time passed that we're just like okay so what we need to do is we need to learn how to fix the refrigerator so there's a book that we have to be able to read so we go over to the book and we selected to study mechanical and then our then the person was just i'm all i'm too depressed to study (laughs) and we're just like How the hell do we make him happy so that he wants to study? So then we're thinking electroshock therapy again. So (laughs) we tried that, it didn't make him happy. And we're just like, okay, well, what else can we do? We're like, uh, okay, there's another book that we can have him read this book. So it'll actually like raise his spirit. So we had him read that book. And then we tried to make him study mechanical. He was still too depressed to study. So we're just like then maybe he was depressed to study a book so you had him read a different book and that solved the problem somehow it raised his spirit a little (laughs) bit to read a different book that wasn't studying maybe it was a book he actually liked maybe it was a book that he actually found interesting this book yeah it was on the bookshelf (laughs) (laughs) so then after that we're like okay we'll watch make him watch tv so we had him watch tv for a little bit of time and eventually that rose his spirit so after he was done watching TV, he finally studied mechanical. I said decompression. He needs to decompress. 
I fucking feel that, man. I feel that. I didn't, that think, about, I I didn't think anything of it at the time, but I definitely understand it now. I don't want to sit there and read all day and learn all day. Sometimes Watch if the TV sucks. didn't break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> oh, then he's God. really got to study mechanical. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, when you have nothing to decompress. Oh, the Sims. Right. I played SimCity. I made cities and then destroyed them with aliens or natural disasters. <laughs> Oi! Who puked in the van? Wait a minute. If living is this hard, what about death? Yeah, it's that we are... Yeah, it's that we are... Yeah, it's, like every like everyone already. It's knows, evolution. Like ev- everyone right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. That, like, let's feed back in the gibberish because I broke. You were brought my... to the earth by the stork, right? You gotta wait. Gotta whoa, 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 wait, wait hold a on. minute. You, you guys don't actually believe that we were all it. brought here by this <laughs> giant stork. Have you ever seen a stork? Wait, he was just gonna break, and then we're gonna go back. Sorry, I lost rest of it after. Oh, man. I'm going again right now. Ready? Set. Hold on. And... Okay, we're good. Nope. Nope. <sighs> Hold on. Let me have my deep thoughts. It's okay. You're gonna take so. Maybe don't even think about it. Don't don't think so deep. Don't think so deep, Kev. He's going too deep. He's going too deep. No, today we're talking to you about life. All right, so Welcome to Mon's Garage. <laughs> <laughs> Hour later. <laughs> we set a schedule. So Kev is going to be pinned. And you are now pinned. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody got their tongue time in. Did we, did we both, did we both just do that? <laughs> I was looking at Kev. I didn't look at Kev. <laughs> right. I was, I was just looking at Kev too. I fucked all that up. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> it, worked. it worked. 